0: We got this. We are smart girlies. Who said that? I did. Hi, and welcome to Lesbians. I'm Armani, and I'm Mac. Grab your nearest queer and your nearest oat milk iced latte and get comfy and listen to us talk about everything and anything.
1: Hi everybody, it's Armani and Mac.
0: You know what I'm annoyed about this welcome, week? I didn't even get to say welcome back to Lesbians. Sorry. Les they don't even You know, know what I hate what podcasts are. like? Well, for you know what they need to know that this podcast hates dust because why is everything so motherfucking dusty i swear i dust and sweep i have to sweep all the time just because molly sheds an insane amount Mm -hmm. um but also dust why where's go somewhere else
1: um this is our official stance on dust (laughs) um i'm sorry if this is going to disappoint some people
0: Okay, anyway, but welcome to we Lesbians. Yes, yes. <laughs> my Ronnie's going to beat my head.
1: Um. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about bi phobia and bi erasure.
0: We're actually doing it, guys. We're not saying it. Actually, the episode's over now. We have to go. We actually have to do something else. <laughs> we <We've> been saying, <laughs> trying to
1: erase bi people even we've more. We've been
0: saying we were going to do this since the first episode. And then we just. Yeah, kept- I mean, it was a good idea, it just never got. It
1: never got executed, but here we are today, finally talking about it. Yes.
0: Today we're going to talk about it. We're going to teach you all about it. Um, so, yeah. Um, but Armani, before we get into the topic, do you have any updates? So,
1: I had a fun weekend, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Ooh. <laughs> um, but I saw – oh, okay. Well, I guess – I haven't seen it yet, but tonight I'm going to see Nope, the new Jordan Peele movie. My younger brother has still not seen Get Out. And I was like, how have you not seen Get Out?
0: I've seen all his movies. How are you it's a person living?
1: Nope. Yeah, I'll have to let you know if it's good. I haven't been to a movie theater in like four years, so. I
0: love going to a movie. Me and my friend used to go to the movies all the time. Um, and it's just fun to go to the movies it's expensive so I don't do it all the time but I think like once a month I like to go to the movies because it's just fun to like watch the trailers and just watch a movie not on your couch It's more of an experience no I mean it it
1: it would be fun if movie theaters didn't get shot up so like it would be fun
0: I mean you really can't go anywhere in America without getting shot up that's the funny thing um, when I went to Mexico, my dad was like, be careful because the cartel will drive up on the beach and shoot you up. And I was like, I could go to Walmart and get shot up. I I don't have to worry about my chances of getting shot up. My chances of getting shot up probably decreased when I went to Mexico. Like exactly. Yep.
1: Yep. So yeah, that's what I'm doing tonight. But also my wisdom tooth is like growing in and they've been growing in for a really long time, like a couple of years, but I was like too afraid to get them out. And now I don't have dental insurance, so I can't get them out. You don't have
0: dental and, insurance? And yeah,
1: just like, no, the microbiology. Is what it's like to be poor in America. The
0: microbiology program doesn't cover dental? <laughs> no,
1: they only cover health. Like, so they give me med- like medical insurance.
0: Let's get this started. Okay, so we're back to...
1: Yeah, we have to start this again because um, the world hates gay people, and so does our podcast app. So we have to, like, (laughs) figure out what the fuck we were talking about. I think I was talking about my, uh, the fact that I don't have dental insurance and my wisdom tooth is growing in. There's really, like, skin hanging off of it. It's, like, not, it's not a moment. And, like, my jaw feels really, like, it is... But I haven't had my wisdom
0: teeth since I was fifteen.
1: Yeah, they also say get them out earlier than later because the recovery is like horrible. Like the later, the older you get. But I was hoping I could just like thug it out, which I guess I am gonna have to because I don't have dental insurance.
0: I mean, depending on like your mouth shape, like your it can grow in without fucking up your teeth. It's still gonna hurt to grow in, but like if you have space, mine were growing in in my jaw sideways. And I had just, I had like the most fucked up bottom teeth and I had, I had braces when they found them, them growing in sideways and my dentist or my orthodontist was like, absolutely not. They're not going to work, ruin the teeth we just worked on for three years. He was like, the second your braces come off, you're going into surgery. Um, and I looked like a chick monk for a really long time. I think, I feel like I can feel where they were like the hole. that's weird. I just realized that. Oh, and that I like is that.
1: Weird. did you know that babies' teeth grow
0: are like underneath their eyes? Right, because all the bone because you're you're born with all your teeth already. They're just in your skull. That's Isn't so That's creepy. So-
1: yeah. So- I want a baby's
0: skull now. I ethically sourced, obviously. You know, you can get like your bones and stuff.
1: Ethically sourced.
0: <laughs> um
1: also, I've been watching, okay, besides Love Island, I literally got an Express VPN so I could watch when the episodes actually come out on the UK, and we need to discuss how cringy and disgusting Luca is, like, as a man. That man scares me, and he, um...
0: I'm on episode 20, so you can't ruin anything for me. No,
1: I'm not, but you, have have Gemma oh, and Luca wait. been in the hideaway yet?
0: They just went to the hideaway.
1: Okay, you remember when Gemma comes back and she's like, yeah, like, I wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and Luca's is like whispering in my ear like that he's so lucky to have me or something like that. And I was like, girl, I would literally file a restraining order against him." No, that right? freaked
0: me out. But then she was like, it's so cute. And it, she yeah. Like, she's like, I can't stop smiling. I was like, I know. Yeah, I was like, girl, I'm scared of him. Me. But maybe because he's a man.
1: Maybe. I don't know. But... Anyway, so yeah, still watching Love Island, and I also started watching The Bear on
0: Hulu, and it is so good. I was pondering watching that. You're the second it's person really that good. said it, but so I'll watch it.
1: Yeah, they talked about it on BidStopia too. Julia loves right. it. The guy from Shameless is in it. I have not finished Shameless, mm-hmm. I think I've only seen like two seasons, but. Yeah, I don't know what his name is, but I actually was just watching been, it before we got on this call.
0: Yeah, I've been wanting to rewatch Shameless. There's just so many episodes and there's so, like, there's pieces where, like, Debbie growing up, like, she's so fucking annoying Like, and I don't want to have to go through that again. It's not easy, like, in Grey's Anatomy because when Izzy's annoying, you can literally skip that part. It's, like, one season. You're done. There's just so many little things. There's good things throughout Debbie being fucking annoying. I wish we could just admit Debbie. I don't know. But she gets better. But it's a lot I have not
1: seen Grey's Anatomy. So, and I will never watch Grey's Anatomy because uh, it's too long and I don't like a medical drama. So I'm just like.
0: I have to be in a mood. For, I, I like Grey's Anatomy. I've seen it a few times. But um, I, anytime I need a good cry, Grey's Anatomy is good. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime I need to sob, I turn on the series finale of The Vampire Diaries, and then I literally audibly sob. Nothing makes me cry harder than that episode. What happened in the season finale? I don't remember. They're so it they. The series finale is honestly one of the best finales for like a TV show, like a long running TV show. Like they tie everything up very well um and it's nothing like like game of thrones they could have tied that up so much better and they rushed through it and it was stupid um but they like hit a lot of things in the vampire diaries and if you just watch it like without watching the vampire diaries obviously you're not gonna cry but when you've watched like all of the vampire diaries like certain people pop up and then you start like bawling harder because it's like a lot of people that were dead like come back in that like last episode Wait,
1: so I don't know if this is controversial, but I like the originals better than the vampire diaries. I have rewatched the originals at least once a year. I love the originals.
0: How have you wait, you you have watched the vampire diaries though? Right? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. I tried to watch the originals. I think I got through like the first season and then I was
1: not. No, you have I to just... stick with it. It's so good. So much better than that the vampire is true. diaries. That, I mean, with The Vampire Diaries, you do have to get through the first season. That was awful. The first season was just like, because obviously yeah. the first season of Originals was made during like season probably five of The Vampire Diaries. So like, it's not cringy. That's like in true. the way that the first season of The Vampire Diaries. Oh my God. It, got it was repetitive.
0: Awful. It got repetitive for me. And Elena is so annoying. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I honestly want to rewatch it with just the, you know, like rooting for Catherine the whole time to kill her. <laughs> oh my gosh controversial opinion
1: the tiktok Uh,
0: sound that's like um elena's everything to me and then it's like i'm on my way to kill elena i love that sound um what are your updates i didn't look at the google log (laughs) well i mean i'm also watching love island but i'm way i'm only on episode 20 so I'm catching up quickly because it's easy to watch while I'm working because I don't have to pay like super attention to it to still follow everything. Um, Also, I love, you know, the update episodes too. So the way I would pay every cent in my bank account to be on a lesbian Love Island, but like it has to be Love Island UK. It can't be like a lesbian Love Island USA. Like I will denounce my citizenship to be on Love Island UK. Wait, I
1: have two things to say. The first one is I would definitely be caught up in Casa Amor. Like movie night would be horrible for me. Um, And I, I, I can't say I would be faithful. Well, if I was in a relationship by then, but I can't imagine that I would date somebody that quickly anyway. So, but yeah, I just feel like I would act a fool in Casa Amor. So I'd be like, honestly, just don't even send me there. I'm a lesbian Love Island, not the like straight one, but... If you need Love Island would be messy, messy as fuck. Well, if you guys want a queer reality TV show to watch, so I used to watch Are You the One all the time. Love that show.
0: Have you seen that? Yes. No, I've been waiting for them to put the season eight on Netflix. Yes, they have three other seasons, but they don't have the queer season.
1: Yes. So Are You the One is basically like they put like ten is it how many girls and how many guys? I think it's like 11 girls and 11 guys usually. And essentially they make you take a bunch of like personality tests. They interview your friends and family and like they look at your past relationships and stuff like that. And they match you with somebody that they have in the group. And then uh, the couples have to figure out who is their perfect match, quote unquote. And it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's like really good. And they can actually drink on that show. So it gets
0: messy as fuck real fast. It's and... like, I guess, with like you know, in a way, Big Brother because they're in a house. Like, no one's controlling them. I mean, like, obviously, like, ha- like producers and stuff are there, but like, free range to do whatever they want. <clears throat> like in the queer season, there's like a foursome, or was it just an orgy? Was it just a flat out orgy? I think it was. Just well, hobby. I haven't,
1: I haven't finished it yet. I'm watching it on Paramount Plus, um, but I think I have Paramount I, Plus. There's like this trans masculine person on the show. Kai. Named Kai. I love him so much.
0: I would I be think straight. They, for go him.
1: By, they said that they go by they them, but then people call Kai him. So I really don't know like what they. They've gone through more. a lot in their
0: transition. I want to say they use he they pronouns now. Let me check their Instagram. The second I Okay, they don't have their pronouns. Um, oh, yeah. No, they do. Okay, they do use they, them pronouns. They're queer, trans, non-binary. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they, the second I saw them, I said, Instagram, where is it?
1: I knew that they would definitely be your type. The second I clicked on that show, I was like, uh, yeah, they would definitely be Makana's type. But they, in the same night, fucked a girl And then fucked a guy in the same night within, like, two hours apart. I said, this is so fucking... This would only happen in a queer episode.
0: Well, it's also because they had just started tea, and so they were pretty much going through like boy puberty again. And just going through puberty again. And so they were just horny as fuck the entire season. Not
1: you trying to make excuses for them. Makana. Imagine (laughs) if guys... Imagine if Kai fucked you and then went and fucked somebody else. Like, literally within two hours of each other. It's not like a different night. Two hours with the, of each other.
0: I know people who have done that, though, so. I would go absolutely apeshit. I, I think it would depend on what the relationship was. I would still be pissed. I don't care what
1: the relationship is.
0: Because also, I feel like, I mean, I'm poly, so, like, I feel like if I was on a le- lesbian love island. And I feel like That's any true. lesbian love island also with that many people there would definitely be like poly relationships and like triangles and stuff.
1: I just have control issues, so I couldn't do it, but at least I own up to it. I'm just too controlling for that. Yeah. I think but, it
0: doesn't um, mean you're
1: unhealthy. Right. I just have trauma probably or something like that. Who knows? I'm not even willing to get into that though, but sorry, I cut you off. Continue with your updates. I just had to talk about, show
0: no I can't wait for I'm gonna check and see if I can get into paramount plus I'm excited for did you watch the ultimatum I did the next season is gonna be all lesbians and I am so excited
1: oh I think I heard about that I'm really excited when is it supposed to come out do they know no
0: idea nope oh and I also wanted so my other update I don't actually like have anything going on in my life. Um, I have something going on, but I am not sharing yet. Um, but I wanted—I just rewatched all the Twilight movies. Meaning, I watched Twilight. I slept through New Moon. I took a little nappy nap, and then I watched Eclipse breaking dawn in part two, one and two um, because New Moon does not matter. Anyway, Bella, um, where have you been, loca? <laughs> I'm gonna
1: put that.
0: In this, Bella! Where the hell have you been, Loka? This is a Jacob Black slander account. This is a Jacob Black hate account. We hate, me and all my homies hate Jacob Black. When he like forcefully kissed Bella and then she punched him, first of all, Go, good on you queen stand up for yourself but then when edward said like when they had that little confrontation i was like king king it's an edward cullen stan account actually because he no, he's a man with some consent and some boundaries can i say though uh that scene where
1: bella is like sitting in a chair and you know it passes like november december or january whatever mm-hmm. that's me but like every every month
0: oh yeah no sometimes when i'm sad i will drive around with that song playing and imagine that i'm just bella
1: i cannot drive around when i'm sad i just need to like fetal position not even crying just fetal position and just <laughs> like go back to being a baby oh my god
0: also twilight related i found this account on tiktok i can't out i can't remember what it is but if i buy the shirt i'll post it um it's it's 38 dollars which isn't bad for a t-shirt but also just the context of the (laughs) t-shirt i think it's hilarious and i think it would be worth it so i'm gonna do it when i get paid on friday it is a black t-shirt and it's in like neon green and it says stinky and it has edward from when he's in biology class in twilight (laughs) it's just so stinky (laughs) <laughs> but there's another one that has um rosemary Emerald the baby? yeah fucking renesme fucking roosevelt i don't know what her
1: name for us to shut the fuck up she just texted me oh <laughs> uh, never mind she said can you wake me up at 6 30 if i'm fighting demons you know like the nap demons when like you're literally oh, clawing yeah. your way out of
0: hell to get back <laughs> no your body is like if you wake up i'll kill you yeah your head. <laughs> yeah okay um, i'll wake up but there's another one that had um ratatouille on it and it was like in the chucky chucky body with ratatouille's of horrible CGI face, like the really bad one that there's like memes about. Yeah. Um, And it has like some kind of Chucky quote on it. And it's so, I I have to get both, don't I? Yes. Are you crazy? Of course. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I work from home, so I'm going to show people at my work. I think they'd find it hilarious.
1: I would find them hilarious. So you should get them so I can have a laugh as well. i also want to talk about did you see the video of joe rogan going around on tiktok i don't know how recent this is but joe rogan was like upset that the republicans are trying to take away gay marriage i said not him being correct on on something for the first time ever
0: he does have like some like pretty left values he's just like pretty loud about the other ones and also, yeah. I feel like when you have certain values, you can say something, but then those other values just contradict. Like you know well, when people are like i'm a i I did this in high school because I was a horrible person um and brainwashed by my Republican father. Um, but I used to say, "Oh, I'm economically conservative and or no." Yeah, no, fiscally conservative and socially liberal, liberal. which is so dumb because social programs are funded by money, so. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm like, I'm not even ready to argue with those people, for real, for real. Um, If I could
0: argue, I wish I could argue with my high school self and just make her cry.
1: Not make her (laughs) cry. McConaughey should have been bullied more.
0: I should have I, I don't act like I did not Do you remember the fucking eyebrow pic? <gasps> I, I guess I should say the lack. The pic. Oh my
1: gosh, guys, there was this like infamous leak. Of, do you have the picture? I do have the picture. I'm gonna text Morgan and ask her I think for it's it. still
0: on my brother's Instagram.
1: What's your brother's Instagram? No. I I
0: need to go look for a juggle. I'll cut cut it out. I'll cut this out. It's probably because Morgan's had her Twitter since high school, so it's probably still somewhere there. The most cruel thing is, you know, the leak came out, so obviously ha ha, ha, it was a funny picture. But then for like an entire year after, people would just comment the zoomed in of my face (laughs) on any tweet. (laughs) Any tweet. And they were just comment that picture. Like, what if that was was Anna Baker? What if, I, what if I was one of them?
1: So it took me a few what felt like years, but I did find the picture. I just had to cut out about 10 minutes of audio of me looking for the picture. So now back to the regular scheduled programming. <laughs> I don't think anyone particularly. I thinking, yeah, I don't think any.
0: Oh, <gasps> I got <found> it. <laughs> it. No. i need to bring that up in therapy i think i have deep trauma from that do
1: you want me to send your therapist a picture so she knows that she she has a reverence (laughs) this is the end now and your brother said happy birthday to my sister he
0: really did you fucking (laughs) he did me so foul (sighs) Okay. Like I have two instances where I just knew, you know, I just hated my brother from there on out with my, <laughs> the middle brother, like the older brother, he, um, we brought him home from the hospital <laughs> and I was like trying to be a good big sister and help change his diaper peed on my favorite shirt. I wore my favorite shirt for the day he came home. What did he do? He peed on it. Beef since then. Um, since the-, the other one was that picture. That picture is lifelong beef. <laughs> he will never be able to <laughs> make up for it.
1: Okay, I'm back. Um, my mom asked if I need anything from the store. Are you ready to get this are you ready to get this party started?
0: Yeah, let's get this party started. Okay, I'm gonna let Rakana okay. take it away. Yeah, we really went on a far tangent. Anyway, back to what we're talking about, um, biphobia and bi-erasure. So I did mostly research on biphobia and then Armani handled the bi-erasure side. So we can talk about them separately. So, you know, people can understand, you know, what it is. Um, so bisexuality as a whole is, you know, really like an umbrella for just anyone who is attracted to multiple genders Mm -hmm. Um, if you're bisexual, it doesn't mean you're just attracted to men and women. You can also still be attracted to non-binary people, um, and trans people, and everything else. Um, I looked up some famous bi people. Um, anyone, if anyone's curious, there is bi.org. Allison <laughs> um, Stoner. I feel like that one's pretty obvious. Like Camp Rock, we know. Camp yeah, Rock. Um, Angelina. When I saw Angelina Jolie like my heart fluttered because the way that Mr and Mrs Smith like i she was that was definitely part of my seen that movie you should watch it because they have a really really hot sex scene so basically like they're spies and they're like husband and wife and then they have to like try to kill each other but they have sex in the kitchen while they're trying to kill each other and angelina jolie is just so hot um uh, i'll yes. watch for the plot oh, wink wink yes uh aubrey plaza mommy billy holiday queen carol baskin i'm really not surprised because she's pretty fruity carol baskin eleanor roosevelt she's truly a top tier first lady she did some badass stuff yeah um tyler the creator i'm an of fan forever Um, And then Malcolm X. Um, And I feel like we should do an episode about, like, his beef with MLK because I've seen a lot of things about that recently Um, because MLK was homophobic. Like, he's a king, but he was still homophobic. He was a reverend. Listen, he was fighting for at least one of my rights, Makana. I wouldn't be here if not for MLK. God bless. There's nuance. Nuance. But I feel like, you know, we could talk about, like, Malcolm X, his bisexuality, and then we can also like tie in the things that he because I think him and MLK like had certain like conversations and things. Why do you think you're? I don't know. They had sex. Maybe they maybe they fucked.
1: (gasps) What if we uncover it? Yeah, you heard it here first on lesbians. Malcolm X and MLK (laughs) definitely fucked.
0: Yeah, they also had a people a few like celebrities on there that I thought were lesbians that might be due to by erasure um, like Sappho i the literally now? sapphic is a lesbian. no sappho like sappho of lesbian like whatever the island is the island of lesbians she's the one that wrote all the poems she's the mother of lesbianism Th- that's where the term sapphic comes from but she apparently she does also have love poems to men um so allegedly most likely bisexual allegedly um and then also i didn't know sarah paulson was bisexual was just because i feel like she's a, I know she's a lesbian icon but sh- maybe she is bisexual what about megan fox you didn't even <laughs> put our queen up there megan she's yeah right. megan fox was on there i know i feel like everyone knows that like yeah. jennifer's body that's true. Everybody. Jennifer's body is still so close to my heart. Yeah. It did something as a child. Ooh. Um, okay, awesome. And um, now I'm going to kind of go into um, just biphobia and everything. Um. Oh, well, as I was saying, like with bisexuality, 50% of the LGBTQIA plus community identify as bisexual, um, which surprised me because I didn't know that statistic. And then, you know, going in talking about like biphobia and bi erasure, I didn't expect it to be so high considering there is so much biphobia. Um But biphobia is the prejudice, fear, or hatred directed towards bisexual people. It can include making jokes or comments based on myths and stereotypes that seek to undermine the legitimacy of the bisexual identity, like saying, like, bisexuality is a phase or bi people are greedy, you know, they wanna sleep with everyone. Um, Biphobia occurs both within and outside the LGBTQ community. Um, I watched one video. And she was talking about that she is a bisexual. This was by Dutchie, which is a YouTube channel. Um, I think she's in Australia, New Zealand. That's what her accent sounds like. Um, but she ex- has experienced a lot of biphobia within the LGBTQ community itself. Um And she was just like reminding people that sexual orientation is about attraction and not your actual experience. Um, Which I feel like I felt because when I first came out as bi, um, one of my quote unquote friends um, was like, Oh, is it official as in like, had I actually had sex with a woman? And I was like, know but i know i'm bisexual like i know i'm attracted to women like i don't have to have sex with somebody to know i'm attracted to women
1: i have um, that to like definitely a certain extent like i don't think that you necessarily have to sleep with people to know that you're attracted to them but there's something about sleeping with a woman or a man like whether you identify as a man who's bisexual or one who's bisexual there's something like very solidifying about sleeping with a woman because it takes it like from attraction to like something sexual mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of yeah. people either solidify the fact that they are bisexual or lesbian or they're like okay this isn't for me because i've heard stories of girls who sleep with other girls and then they're like no i'm not
0: so that's, that's probably where true i from. guess it really depends because you know it could just depend on like what your actual sexuality is. Yeah. Cause you know, for us, we both came out as bisexual and then we realized we were lesbians. Right. Um, and I guess it also depends on how important sex is to your relationship because people that don't have sex a lot, you know, they may not, may just not have sex with the opposite sex because, you know, they may be in a monogamous relationship with the opposite sex or you know, have sex with the same sex. Um, but, I mean, like, their attraction's still valid. But I feel like when I had sex with a woman, it was extremely solidifying. Yeah. But that may not be the experience for everyone. But, yeah, I completely under... That's how it was for me. I was like, yep, nope. That was... That did it. Yep, same. Have not been with a man since. No. Um, And that also goes into some... uh things that come from the like some phobias that come from the lgbt community are like when people come out multiple times um but you know if someone says they're bi they're bi like i feel like it's extremely hypocritical for anyone in the lgbt community to uh like inv- inv- invalidate someone's identity because yeah. you understand the struggle like why are you doing that to somebody else Um, and it's okay to just come out again. Um, you know, people can come out a lot of different times with gender or sexuality. Um, and it's a weird journey. Like it's literally so different than anyone. Armani and I had very similar journeys, especially with timelines, but at the same time, we have completely different components that have affected us you know and right. you know what that journey looks like and how we identify and how we feel as a lesbian and things like that um so and then also you know how ha- lack of experience or having certain experience, like whatever it is, like it doesn't identify invalidate a bisexual person's identity. Um, So that's what uh, Dutchie was talking about in that video, um, which, you know, just goes along with what biphobia is. Um, And then also the lobby group Stonewall defines homophobia as the irrational hatred and tolerance and fear of lesbian, gay, and bisexual people. Um, But it is possible to be biphobic without being homophobic. So this is, like, people who accept gay people, but it goes into monosexism. I'm going to – what is – I'm going to define that in a second, Um, but just saying like you're either straight or you're gay, or if you're bi, you're just on your way to being gay or lesbian, or, you know, you're just going to go back to being straight. Um, So Veronica Zambone refers to biphobia as monosexism. Um, And she does this because biphobia and places an emphasis on the irrational fears of an individual as opposed to the systems in place that affects a person's health um and i was thinking about that because like with racism you know we're all often talking about like the systemic like systemic racism and we don't have like another word like by like phobia when it comes to race does that make sense because it just all goes into like the systems and so i that's what I was thinking about. It might not make sense. But anyway, <laughs> monosexism refers to the belief that monosexuality is superior. And monosexuality refers to the sexual and romantic attraction to just one gender. Um and so monosexism refers to when people who are bisexual experience stigma, prejudice and discrimination because of their bisexual orientation. Um, so, again, you know, when people are saying you're confused or you're being greedy or bisexual, people are slutty, things like that. Um, that's that monosexism. Yeah. Um, and of course, yeah. like other people. Isms. Um, This can have a great effect on mental health. Um, A study found that women who are bisexual may experience more social stress. um, And this may be due to the double discrimination of both heterosexism and monosexism um, from, you know, both the heterosexual and the LGBT communities. Um, And I feel like every baby gay and bisexual has encountered this in some way or another, you know, I didn't know the term monosexism before now, but I've definitely encountered it like just not feeling legitimate for having like past hetero experiences. I remember when I came out, I didn't feel legitimate because I hadn't slept with a woman yet, especially with that person telling me like, Oh, is it official? Like, have right. you slept with a woman? Yeah, so I feel like Everyone, like, experiences that, especially, I know, especially in the lesbian community. I know when I first came out, I encountered a lot of lesbians. I mean, you talked about it, that one girl um, that don't want to teach girls or, you know, they don't want to date bisexuals or, you know, they don't want to date people who are just coming out. Listen,
1: I, Um, I will say the teaching is getting old. It's it's getting old, so you know what? Now I get it to a certain extent. Where the first girl I ever hooked up with, she said that she's tired of being the role of the teacher. Except I wouldn't continue to sleep with people and then be like, I don't want to play the teacher. Does that make sense? Like, I just wouldn't hook up with girls that I've never hooked up with a girl before. I feel like I've paid my dues. Okay. Yeah sorry we had to take a brief intermission but we're back um what was i saying i was saying something about oh not wanting to be a teacher anymore yes (laughs) and it's literally just because like i'm also afraid that if i hook up with a girl who's never hooked up with girls before they're gonna be like yeah no this isn't for me (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then I'm going to yeah, be no, like, I had a date with a girl who was bisexual and I was the first girl she ever went on a date with the first girl she ever kissed. And I felt like we had an amazing date. And then she literally fell off the face of the planet. And it was when she was going on like a rock climbing trip. So I genuinely thought that she just died. But then I saw her hinge like last week. So I was like, okay, she didn't, she, turns out she didn't die in a rock climbing accident. <laughs> She, <laughs> she didn't like me. I think my thing is not even teaching. Because I feel like, in a way, you teach all your new partners just how to have sex with you in general. Um, I did sleep with one girl who was jackhammering me and did not see a problem with it. Um, so that's that's unteachable. That's just, she needs to go to church or something. Get to eat with her now. <laughs> Uh, no. Oh, well, I was gonna say, um, yeah, not the teaching part. It's not really that for me. I feel like I'm just at a place, at you know, a mature 24. I say this, like I got a big game. But I also have just been in therapy for years. But I'm at a point and I was I've also been fucked over a multitude of times. So I'm just over it. <laughs> you know what? Um, but I'm at a point where like, I don't want to date someone who doesn't have an idea of who they are. Um, not saying that bisexual people don't have an idea of who they are, but people who, you know, are, I mean, maybe this might be offensive to people who are like partially coming out. I'm sorry, but just for like what I want in my relationships, I don't want that. Like, oh, I don't know if like, I'm actually attracted to you or not. Right.
1: I don't have, I, I, like, that was fine when I was first coming out. But now I'm, like, solidified, like you said, in my position. And, ugh, I can't can't be bothered.
0: Yeah, and it's all... I think it's more not the negative aspects of it. It's I enjoy the positive aspects of it because when you're with someone who is confident about their sexuality and I just think it makes the relationship better. Okay, bottom line for anyone, straight, gay, bisexual, confused, anything... um, learn who you are first. You know, it's okay to be single. Like go to therapy, figure out who you are, what you want before bringing anyone yeah. else into it. I think that's that's just 100%. kind of the bottom line. Um but yes, yeah, so continuing, um I read a article from Emma at St. Mungo's Lease and Contracts team. Um, I think it's some kind of school or something us out. Um, anyway, like I was saying, um, she will be using the term "bi" to cover all sexualities under the umbrella. So bisexual, pansexual, omnisexual, multisexual, polysexual, hetero flexible, homo flexible, and fluid. Um, I'm dumb. Why did I think that polysexual meant like polyamory, <laughs> like polyamorous people? It poly it just means being uh, attracted to multiple genders. Um so essentially they all mean the same thing but i think like a lot of like gender terms um it's kind of just is like what you feel like fits you best um <clears throat> So again, another a common stereotype of bi people generally is that they're greedy, nymphomaniacs, unable to settle down with one person, and therefore more likely to cheat, which then also leads to the belief that they're more likely to contract and pass on STIs. Um, and so, and they talk about that bi women are often sexualized and fetishized, whereas bi men are abhorred and ridiculed. Um, so bi women face comments from straight men, you know, we've gotten this like oh yeah we can have a threesome now right um and then also, no you no, can't. we can't um and then also on the other side with like gold star lesbians like they don't want to have anything to do with bi women if they've been with a man in the past which i mean that's what i was scared of because i had only slept with men and i thought you know people would i felt invalidated by certain people and was scared that you know would get further invalidated but No matter what your past is, if you figure out your identity, you just move on from there. Message to everyone. Um, And so, but on the side with by men, you know, they're not as fetishized, but they're often avoided by straight women who act as if they're like dirty or shameful. And also like the STI part um, due to possible like relationships with other men. Um, So basically straight women who are also homophobic because they think gay men are dirty um but then they also um get avoided by gay men for just being like too straight um right so those are kind of the both sides of that um so yeah but that's kind of like what biphobia is as a whole um But just know that whatever your identity is, it's valid. Um, So now Armani is going to just kind of go into, you know, what bi-erasure is. Okay.
1: So I I couldn't find like a bunch of stuff, but this is what I was able to find. This comes from glad.org. Obviously, it's going to be listed in the show notes. But bi-erasure or bisexuality in visibility is a pervasive problem in which the existence or legitimacy of bisexuality is questioned or denied outright. For an example, two married women might spend some time in community spaces dominated by lesbians. And one of these women could be, or she is bisexual and objects to the assumption that she is a lesbian, i.e. when others call the two women a lesbian. However, Every time she mentions this, others insist that she can't really be bisexual or that her orientation doesn't matter now that she's partnered. So that would be like an example of bi-erasure. Um, bi-erasure is often – were you raising yeah. your hand? I
0: go was ahead. just saying because the, there's um, the one podcast I listen to we are having gay sex. Um, one of the co-hosts, Kate, um, they go by all pronouns. Um, but they identify as a bisexual lesbian. um, And that's because they are in a long term monogamous lesbian relationship um, with their now fiance. Um, But they're also bisexual, like they are tied to men. So that's why they call themselves a bisexual lesbian is because they are in a lesbian relationship, but she's still bisexual.
1: Then why doesn't she just say she's bisexual?
0: That's what they feel like fits them best.
1: (laughs) A bisexual lesbian. I remember there was this one time, this actually has nothing to do with that, it was just talking about labels, like this girl on Twitter was talking about how her family had accepted her partner who goes by they, Mm -hmm. them, they're non-binary, but then like in another tweet, she was like, oh, me and my girlfriend, and I was like, Why don't you just say partner? That's what the the partner is supposed to be gender exclusive. Well it also depends. Or gender inclusive.
0: Because I mean, I guess I can just come out here, but I feel like I can like confidently identify as non-binary. I've gone back and forth a lot because I've used like she they pronouns. I still want to keep using she they they pronouns just because she pronouns like don't make me uncomfortable, but I also like they pronouns. Um but I mean Maybe it's because I don't use they, them pronouns. But just since like not being non-binary is so like broad. Because I'm still comfortable with like the term girlfriend. You know, that doesn't bother me. But it might bother some people. But also regardless, I think using the term partner overall, no matter what your gender, sexuality, or relationship is, is good. Because if straight people use the term partner, then that'll help with like... No discrimination from like acceptance. Yeah, acceptance and less discrimination. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, sorry. That was like a tangent that I just <laughs> thought about. But um, so bisexual erasure is often manifested or bisexual erasure is often a manifestation of biphobia, although it does not necessarily involve overt antagonism. Bisexual erasure often results in bisexual-identifying individuals experiencing a variety of adverse social encounters, as they not only have to struggle with finding acceptance with general society, but also within the LGBTQIA community. Um, writing for bisexual.org, author and columnist Zachary Zane cites a study showing that 20.7% of straight-identified men watch gay pornography And 7.5 reported having sex with a man in the past six months, while 55% of gay-identified men had watched heterosexual pornography. And 0.7 reported having sex with a woman in the past six months. Mm -hmm. Wait, where's the actual uh, straight-identified in 7.5 had watched pornography? But where's the stat? Oh, no, I don't have the stat for how... I thought the 0.7 was the how much gay men watch heterosexual porn but that's very interesting that 20.7 percent of straight identifying men watch gay. yeah
0: i mean people who i especially i feel like men straight identifying men well i it goes with the women too it because also watching girl defined i forgot that there were women that existed like that but um yeah yeah. Uh, and also that one TikTok that's been going around of that one straight woman who's like can somebody explain to me what is so attractive about boobs and it's like i didn't i didn't realize there are people that didn't like boobs that also goes into my lifelong belief that just everyone loves boobs and that's why i told myself i was straight for so long
1: yeah i'm i'm confused there are people on this
0: earth that like boobs
1: or that that don't like that's insane um so the columnist saying he argues that some of the straight identified men are actually gay or bisexual but are erasing their bisexuality due to an internalized Mm -hmm. biphobia and denial to the claim and denial to claim a straight identity label pointing out the majority of gay identified men watching heterosexual pornography but few had recent heterosexual sex he suggests that many self-identified gay men have sent sexual fantasies about women and in an ideal world would be openly bisexual and freely freely explore sex with women but society pressures gay men to pick a side so those men subsequently pick being mm-hmm. gay i feel like
0: which is true i feel like bisexual women are a lot more accepted than bisexual definitely. men. and i curious. feel like especially with the pressure that men have in society already if you're bisexual then and you're a man definitely with that internalized biphobia You know, you're just going to identify as straight, even though you're still bisexual. Um, So, yeah, Um, I do have a question for you.
1: What do you think about women? Obviously, we're talking about women because that like more pertains to us. But since we're lesbians, Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about a bi woman who says that she would fuck a girl, but she would never date a girl? she would only date men she
0: would have sex with a woman she would not date men. i don't love it <laughs> to be honest i don't love it just as a general statement hate it
1: yeah because it kind of just feels like you're sexualizing mm-hmm. women like you don't really see them as like an actual human being with like emotions literally and
0: can experience intimate I, I need to talk about this that girl that asked me for nudes she asked she was like do you want to trade pictures and i was like w-, this was like first conversation i was like yeah. i felt like i was being catfished i was like is this actually like a man behind the screen because never once have i been asked for nudes by it. like i i'll still send. i them, have but like before no one has ever asked me like what
1: I had a girl ask me on Tinder, like, within the first few seconds of matching and, like, messaging. She was like, do you want to swap pigs?"
0: Actually, no, twice. It happened to me twice. Yeah, this was the first time it's ever happened to me, and I was baffled. She also asked me what my, like, ideal date was. And then I, you know, asked her what hers was. And she said a movie night with a happy ending. (laughs) You're annoying.
1: (laughs) That's something I straight man. I know. I was like that is literally straight i was like this you. is the
0: things that i like avoid by not it's, what i was just so confused by that by not exactly. dating men
1: yeah like i i would appreciate if you actually left me the fuck alone that's what i would yeah say. that
0: really me like just because i feel like in all my relationships with women you just automatically connect on a deeper level See so nudes just feel so I love sending a good nude to, you know, somebody that, like, I care about or I'm hooking up with, but just sending nudes back and forth just, it just feels weird. I will
1: have to tell this story on the Patreon. I'm not <laughs> going to tell it now, but there is a the story I have. But, yeah, I generally don't send them just because um, I'm lazy. I really yeah. don't care to send them. I also don't care to get nudes either. Like, I never ask for them. Okay, this is Armani in the future, but I have genuinely no idea what the fuck I was talking about. Like, I don't know what story I wanted to tell on the Patreon. Anyways, it's cool if I get um, them. I feel like nudes are one of those things
0: where they're just better as surprises. I'm so much happier when I get a surprise nude, and I send surprise Mm -hmm. nudes because sometimes I'm just feeling myself and I just snap it. I don't like have like I don't sit down and take a bunch of nudes. Right. Yeah.
1: That's kind of how I feel about it. I'm just like, maybe it's a Lexapro or something, but I'm just like never horny. So well, I
0: got the Wellbutrin now, like and I'm horny 24-7. Yet. And I
1: still don't take it like that. We'll have this Wellbutrin versus bro, <laughs> <laughs> This is Wellbutrin versus Lexapro today till we, til we die. Well, till I get on Wellbutrin. Well, the
0: Wellbutrin is kicking the Lexapro's ass in my head, thankfully, so.
1: Yeah. I've actually been like pretty depressed recently I've noticed it's not like an active depression it's like a passive one which is like normal for me when I was on Zoloft that was very much an active depression like very much active this one's like passive but I'm wondering if it's because I don't really have like a good routine at my mom's house yet so that's probably why I'm just kind of like throwing this one. that could
0: definitely You are in, like, a whole new environment. You don't have your routine going on. Once you get settled Mm in Philly and get into your routine, you should feel better. Not saying it's going to last that long, but it could definitely be a pop-up from the change of environment. Right.
1: I mean, obviously, I am, like, super loving being home because there's, like, food here and that I don't have to pay for. And my sister, of course, is here. Mm -hmm. My family's here. So of course i'm still having a great time that's why it's not an active depression like when i am so, so oh my god <laughs> that was bad go listen to if you haven't listened to it go listen to i survived Loft, please yeah zoloft is the real killer the true killer in the closet is zoloft but yeah i guess that's our episode on by phobia and by erasure hopefully it was a good
0: episode yes hopefully if um you know you had any questions about bisexuality bi- the, <laughs> bisexuality or biphobia or bi erasure they were answered if you guys have any more you can email us um but like rate subscribe i don't know patreon.com slash lesbians pod pod yep.
1: I don't know what we're going to do for next week So it's honestly going to be a surprise for me and Makana Because we have not discussed it yet Well we're plot
0: twist week. I made a folder For our podcast So we can be Well I did want to do like a hotels versus Airbnbs Because I'm staying in a hotel This weekend Not an Airbnb But Also did we Are
1: we going to do a whole episode on that?
0: No, or maybe an intro I can get a, a small it. topic. We'll see. Okay. I'll see how much, like, comes up. I feel like it can definitely know. just be an intro. Yeah. Maybe famous okay. lesbian well, history?
1: Yeah, maybe we should do that. that. That sounds like fun. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. Well, we will hopefully be in your ears next week. See y'all
0: next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.